just remind me of uh, the wedding singer, M. Sound. I was like, I have the microphone, so you gotta listen to every single word I have to say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Dodgeball Podcast. Uh, in this episode, I, I dare say the uh, stars did align. I was actually able to get Jake Mason on here so we can give a, a quick pre precap of Worlds. Jake, thanks for joining, man. Thanks for being flexible as well. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no, uh, this worked out really, really well. And um, uh, yeah, I'm in a good mood for it, too. So I think the stars did align. Uh, we'll see how, we, how you feel afterwards. But um, yeah, so... When I said like thanks for being so flexible, I mean obviously anybody that knows you knows that you're just all over the place. You're being pulled in like thirty different directions. Um, is there a light at the end of the tunnel for you once world is done? <laughs> no, <laughs> um, no. Uh, which is also honestly making all this like a lot more stressful. Um, there's Wakapalooza this weekend, which I hosted last year and and agreed to host this year. Um, I don't know why. Uh, it's a great fun tournament. Um, but luckily I've got Val Horton. She's going to help kind of take point on that. And, um, I fly out to Vegas Friday, run a tournament, fly back Friday night. Um, and then, uh, right after a week after worlds, we've got our, um, annual charity Halloween tournament for West Hollywood for WeHo dodgeball. And that is a huge undertaking in itself. Um, and then, yeah, November is also, I'm hosting the um, Compete Magazine Sports Diversity Awards in Phoenix uh, the same weekend, I think, as the um, uh, Tribune thing. Oh, weird. So you'll be, we sw- I'll be sw- in Fe- switching yeah, places. We switch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then um, after that, <clears throat> uh, there's a couple of sports conferences in between there that I have to go to for USA Dodgeball, but then, um, and then Sin City. So Sin City is huge. It's the biggest dodgeball tournament uh, in the world. We go back and forth with uh, the Barry tournament in Canada, but there's like, it's more people than elite nationals. It's a hundred and something teams. It's crazy big. And uh, luckily though, it's my seventh year. So uh, I have a formula. <laughs> I would hope so. Um, and it's, it's more fun though, right? I mean, like it's, it's not, from what I've seen, I mean, I've been going for the last four years straight, and I've never had a problem. But you know, that's my limited view. So um, it's it's fun for you guys, yeah. It's yeah. fun for me. <laughs> I love it. But I mean, obviously, it's a, lo- a lot of work. I mean, we're coordinating over six hundred players and fourteen courts, and uh, you know, everything involved. And so, uh, yeah. And then uh, in so, March, we have like an America's Cup coming, and I'll tell you about that later. But. Uh, oh, wow. It just starts all over in the elite season, so it's kind of crazy. <laughs> well, you did say uh, there's a seven-day cruise in there somewhere, right? No, inter- no internet in February that you'll have some kind yes. of... Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Man. Brendan and I are going on our very first ever non-dodgeball vacation, and we've been together for three years. Oh, man. I don't even think I've been on a non-dodgeball vacation, but... Um... Well, uh, I remember when you sent me that itinerary, I was like, man, that sounds like the life. But then I was like, oh, yeah, no, he probably has a job still. <laughs> like, there's, there's all kinds of other stuff that, that are going on. Um, going back, though, I mean, it's good to hear that Val's kind of helping out. But um, are you getting help from other people, or is this still something new? Um, um, I mean, as far as, like, my, do- my job, um, I just kind of retired, quote-unquote retired from teaching, um, and I did my last summer camp this summer. 
Mm. Uh, so I've been 17 years of running a summer camp for kids. I had a dance studio for kids for a long time. And um, I taught at Wonderland Elementary School in LA for 17 years. Um, that's all kind of done. And I think it's a good time for it. Um, and then uh, as far as like um, WeHo goes, like WeHo is my, is, is has been neglected over the last year. Unfortunately, like with USA Dodgeball, I haven't been able to focus on like, you know, my baby. And, uh, but the best thing is I have such an amazing support crew in WeHo. Um, on Fawn, Ali Bustamante, Val Horton, and Brendan Tickner are all um, helping run everything. And there's other people, Jeb Whitlock, he comes in and helps too. So uh, nice. we worked really hard knowing that I would be insane. And we met and uh, um, so WeHo right now is like solid. In my opinion, it's going through kind of like a bit of a rebirth. Um, there's a lot of new players. We have over 100 new players this season. And... Um, I'm so excited about it. We're captaining new teams and my, my, I, I'm happy to say my crew there is solid. So I don't have to worry about WeHo so much. It's going to be a good feeling to just know that that's handled for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For the most part. Um, yeah. There's nothing worse than like leaving something behind and just watching it fall apart. Um, <clears throat> like Tucson dodgeball, but that's, it's a small, small, small entity. Um, I kind of want to go back to, to USA Dodgeball because um, if memory serves me correctly, this was announced in February of this year. Uh, USA Dodgeball, we launched on, we announced on Thanksgiving. Okay, well. It's... And we launched the um, membership drive, I think, February. Okay, that's what it was. What, yeah. uh, in a in a limited nutshell, what, what can you tell me about that? Like, how did it come to be? Um, how long has it been in the works uh, from when you guys announced in, in November and can you kind of walk me through how that came to be, how that evolved? Yeah. Um, well, so ideally, I mean, or ideally, I don't know what I'm saying. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> we have been working on this for a long time. Um, it just kind of made sense for years and years. Uh, ever since I kind of launched WeHo, I realized that, like, there's a lot of people out there, different organizations, and we can work together. Unfortunately, like, my experience kind of coming into Dodgeball was – um, everyone was in their own little clans and, um, this is not shade at WDS or anything, but it was very much like, this is what we do in everyone else's competition. And then, you know, I would go to the NDL and, uh, funny about that. I've been to going to the NDL since 2007. I just never played because I totally thought it was garbage. <laughs> <laughs> um, part of me is really sad. I never played the competitive aspect and, but I was in Vegas every year since like 2008 and on holding a party we had like 50 of us that were all dodgeballers that never actually played and um sorry for that noise and um uh i would always try to talk to ed prentice he never has once acknowledged me as a individual um ever and uh and i would try to kind of talk to other groups and they would very much be like why what do you want from us what are you getting you're with wds and so kind of like when we broke off on its own and i met like kind of I started word spread and I kind of started working with other people. Um, I started helping a lot of leagues grow and um, like the rad league and, and uh, Noda dodgeball. And I realized like kind of, we can help each other <laughs> right. and there isn't need for like this kind of competitive thing. And um, growing the sport as a whole was like actually way more effective and helped all of us. Um, so that being said, and also working with Mark and working with elite was always like, cause he launched elite pretty much right around the same time. And then a year later, it was his first nationals, uh, which I helped run. And 
Um, from then, we kind of talked about how there needs to be a governing body, unifying thing. We, I believed at the time Bill Fair might have something to do with that, but that obviously wasn't the case. And, but Mark and I kind of stuck to it. And then as of like maybe two years ago, we were like, we just have to do this. So we started working on all the things and I'm looking through photos on my phone that are about two years old with like logos and nonprofit paperwork and, you know, like downloading nonprofits for dummies and stuff like that. <laughs> um, it's a lot of work. And, but my whole thing, our whole thing, um, when Mark and I kind of started off on this was it has to be done right. Everyone kind of like came in, in my experience from 2007 mm. on, everyone was like, I created dodgeball. No, I created dodgeball. Yeah, well, I did it, but I did it better. And everyone's arguing about ball types and rules and stupid stuff. And um, there was a lot of ego, not that I don't have ego, but, uh, and it just needed to be like done right. And a lot of people just kind of jumped in and claimed, you have no idea. Like I would look up American Dodgeball League or American Dodgeball com and stuff and it would be like a church group in shreveport or like some there are lots of claims to the u.s title oh, yeah. and uh but it's a lot of people just like plant their flag and then go for it but don't actually have you know a 501c3 they're not actually incorporated they're not actually a business they're not they don't have bylaws they don't have things in place and so i wanted to do it right we wanted to do it right and um it was about a year of planning before we were even able to announce. We announced earlier than I wanted, but I'm glad we did because it forced us to kind of jump on it. That's a good, uh, good strategy or good tactic. Like, oh crap, I committed to this, so now we have to follow through. Yeah, I mean, I, I, we were supposed to launch. We were supposed to announce Sin City of like 2016, I believe, 2017, and then we were going to launch by June, and then we kept being like, now, 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 and then finally we're like, okay, if we don't do Thanksgiving, like this is it we have to announce and we had most of the stuff set up but i want it to be perfect before it comes out and that's like a little like too much on my end um but then we had brought on board alex benepe kate karens and felix um and now that we had kind of more of a support structure at the beginning it was it was really yeah let's just go let's do this and so it's kate, been a whirlwind ever since <laughs> i'll say um kate karens is um sbs yeah, Social Boston Sports. Um, she's uh, higher up at Volo City, which owns Social Boston Sports. And they've got leagues all over the country. And that's, that's obviously a huge support base right there. And then you had um, Felix Peroni, right? Mm-hmm. From NCDA. Felix is great because he, at Elite Nationals last year, him and some people from the NCDA came to us and they were like, all right, Mark and Jake, we want to like work on maybe a USA dodgeball concept. And they nice. gave us a little pitch. It was really cool. Cause they gave us this really nice pitch. And then I said, well, actually, and then I pulled out my phone and gave them our pitch that we were planning on giving them anyway. Awesome. <laughs> and we just agreed right then and there, they'd be better to just team up and work together, which is what I love and which, which is what we need. And, um, and then Felix was a beast. Like, cause he gets all the legal stuff and all the technical stuff that I just freak out over and struggle with. Do you, uh, and who is the other person you mentioned? Alex, Alex Benepe from UDC, UDC. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously, I mean, these people rallying rallying behind the USA Dodgeball banner is, is very significant and gives you that that credibility immediately, um, especially NCDA because they're so, so massive. Mm -hmm. uh, are you a you a Game of Thrones fan? Yeah. I kind of picture it like that. Actually, I used to joke that um, back in the day, you know, with you with NDL as the main head, you had all these like feudal like organizations, these like feuding clans, like feudal Japan, just all trying to, you know, compete for who's going to become Shogun. And, yeah. uh, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like 
Uh, I shouldn't say it, but I'm gonna. Uh, you're the dodgeball show again right now. Um, so. Oh no! <laughs> I might edit that no. out. <laughs> like, please don't do that. No, <laughs> you can keep that in. It's fine. It's just I'm saying no because inevitably, like that's not the goal. It's fun. It's nice, yeah. but the the it, when you put yourself in that in that iron throne, you know, then inevitably <laughs> there's there's people who are are all around you ready to cut you down. Oh, yeah. So I prefer <laughs> more of a. I mean, the goal here is to set up something that will outlast me and outlast Mark, outlast all of us and stay consistent. Um, it can't be based around one person or two people or four people. It has to be, it has to be like a, a one single entity with a goal. Obviously the goals will kind of evolve and change as we go, but um, none of us can be irreplaceable or it won't work. Exactly. I'm glad you brought that up too. Cause that was one of my next questions is, you know, you listed out all the things that you're going to do, um, that I feel are part of, you know, it's part of your obligation as, um, what, what's your title? So I don't president. Like, so as president of USA dodgeball, this is what you have to do. But then are you, are you getting the help that you need? Are you seeing the longevity that, that you would like from other people? Like, Oh, if I am, um, if I do need to be replaced, are, are there, are there things in, in motion for that to happen now? Or is that still in the works? It's, it's in the works. It's a, sensitive subject but uh uh right now i mean it, it's it's definitely hard finding help i mean everyone has jobs and lives and a lot of people want to commit a lot of people just wholeheartedly so innocently want to commit and they don't realize what they're committing to right or they don't kind of have the ability to see that this the commitment they made was beyond their scope um then that's that's it 100%. A lot of people are like, yeah, I could do that. And then they get into it. And what I experienced more than anything, especially right now, especially in these last six months, has been um, a lot of people want to volunteer and then they get into it. And then when they kind of realize they need help or it might not be what they thought or it might be too much, they, they don't really reach out. They just kind of disappear. Um, I get why to a point but at the same time now anytime i get a volunteer i'm like if you cannot make the commit you know make the commitment that you make like uh how do i say that if you cannot honor the commitment that you made please just tell us just tell me and if we're waiting on like a design for a uniform and and you say it'll be done by wednesday and then i don't hear from you for two weeks and i'm emailing you and texting you or then it's it, it affects everything like and uh that's a lot of what's been happening um, we did put out a commit, a call for committee members. And once worlds is done, we can kind of focus, refocus on that and put in some, some more structure mm. in place. But I think the hardest thing is getting people to honor their commitments right now. And maybe get them to see that it's, it's, it's a job, like you're not going to get paid for it, but it's an actual job with responsibilities, deadlines, expectations, and repercussions. If you don't fulfill yes. these obligations that yes. you're committing to. Yes. I mean, that's, and that's so hard. I mean, you, you don't have to get paid to treat it like a job and yeah. even and and that's just something i've always i guess i'm really lucky because i never realized like kind of my commitment to things but when you volunteer you accept it so you can't in my opinion like three weeks later you can't be like well i'm doing this for free and i you know it's like yeah we understand this but you went into it agreeing to do this and because it's overwhelming you can't just kind of it's still a job it's still a commitment you made um it's really hard it's really hard to find people who I can rely on right now. And I, this is not trying to be shade at anyone. It's just, I'm also a little beat down. So, you know, everyone listening, forgive me. It, it's hard when people 
want to help you. They genuinely mean it, like you said. Um, but then I, I guess it's just like, like if you offer to help me, I, I can't justifiably ask more than what you're willing to give me. But at the same time, if I have other obligations or other people waiting on that, it, it puts me in a bad situation because I have to start demanding stuff off of your goodwill and whatever mm-hmm. mood it was that put you in that. And I think, um, you know, when you're, because I, I filled out for one of the committee positions and I saw it was an application. I was like, good. Like this is, this tells me right now how serious this is. And I had to rethink whether or not I was going to commit to this if I got picked up. And that's, I don't know, like uh, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm special, but that, that's got to be the mentality that people need to pick on. Like this is committing to at least five hours a week. Can I do this? Yes. And then I think just, you know, unfortunately going through the people that filter themselves out, eventually you'll hopefully find those that actually have that responsible business orient, uh, oriented minded where they'll be like, okay, I will commit to this if I can actually make sure I do this. So, Yeah, no, I love hearing that because that was the, the point of, that, and that was, you know, something Kate Karen's brought up is like, that's the point of the application is, and I love hearing that that's the response. That's exactly the response we wanted. I want people to look at it and go, oh yeah, it is a commitment. There is an application. Okay. Double think it. And then there's nothing wrong with life getting in the way as long as you communicate it again, like stuff happens. Yeah. But um, most of my experience in the last year has been people just dropping off the face of the earth and, um, and, and, communication is is key 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 so like um if you can't if it ends up like where someone's on a committee and they're like this is more than i thought or i lost my job or i'm moving or i'm in a relationship and i just want to hang out with my boyfriend whatever (laughs) but tell us so i know because like my uh, again the biggest struggle i just want to reiterate this for everyone listening because is that i'm getting a lot of people who are like yes i can do this and then i check back and then it gets to the point where i have to double check all their work because they do it in a frantic last minute huff and then I'm having to double check everything, which actually does not save me any time and would be just faster if I it. just did it on my own. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I know. I've, I've been there a few times just with my, my, my job. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, again, the good thing is people see, Oh, I want to be on this committee because whatever reasons, then they see the application like, Oh, this is way too much or this is too serious. And then good. Like again, it's that filter and hopefully, you know, a couple iterations of this you'll you'll find the people that you need to help out and they can give you that sustainability but um i wanted to ask yeah. also um if possible do you have an idea of what the next two to five years look like for usa dodgeball i mean yeah this <clears throat> is like a learning process for all of us we're really making a lot of this up as we go right. um and uh and there's going to be some hit and misses one of the things about bringing alex benepi on board was that he helped create usa quidditch and there's a lot of stuff they did. They basically had to reform after three years, um, from what I understand. And so he's kind of guiding us through a lot of mistakes they made. Um, we, I've also been going to a lot of these sports conferences. So I'm meeting the heads of the other uh, NGBs, the national governing bodies. Um, and we're, I'm getting into these. I'm meeting with them. I'm discussing their pitfalls, the things they experienced, the things that held them back, things that pushed them forward. Um, I mean, USA fencing, field hockey, volleyball, um, USA rugby, all these people I'm, I'm meeting and talking to and having dinners with and, and just, we have all these resources and I want to use them because I, I want to try to avoid as many of that, as much of that as we can. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it's, it's exhausting, but it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, so the next couple of years are, are that we're going to continue to kind of grow worlds set us back. Um, and we knew that was going to happen and um unfortunately we have to focus literally everything on worlds right now but 
once that done, once that's done, assuming we survive the process and <laughs> assuming it goes well, um, then we can refocus and the first thing will be committees. Uh, again, structure. I want to, we really need to band the organizations together. Um, Brendan Tickner and Casey Reed have been our social media people and they've been killing it. And they are, um, they are going to work on like, you know, I want content from all our organizations. I want rad to be sending me content once a week. I want, I don't want USA dodgeball to be just about team USA and what we are doing. I want it to be about what every single organization in our, or every member, every league in our organization is doing. I want updates from cactus, from Stonewall Philly, from Stonewall DC, from big apple, from Nodaf to, you know, nerd. Like I want every league sending us content. Um, and, and then there's a lot of other stuff, youth initiatives, scholarships, all that fun stuff. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's, that sounds exciting. And, and just, if I may just offer my opinion, just seeing the, the treatment that Team USA has been given with um, the bios and I think like the Brady Bunch thing, like that, that's awesome. Like that, we didn't have that last year unless I'm snoozing. No, you've so, never had that. Yeah, so you're, <laughs> so you're saying you want, you want things like, you know, all the leagues to, to you know, make produce content and you know it's like i almost want to say like what's being done right now is is not only is it enough but it's substantially more than what it's been in the past and so i, I see it happening you know just again you guys are taking the, the the measures slowly and surely to build and learn and build and learn and, and not um you know make the same mistakes that other organizations have been making so um i mean we have a lot of of years of you know trials and errors to to learn from and to grow from and luckily i've been around for most of them and and so i'm really trying to remember our past and and grow from that uh again i'm glad you like the brady bunch thing that was literally all me and everyone thinks i'm stupid for it but i loved it that was awesome and i don't even care i was like i'm waiting for the emmys i'm posting this um and then in the other stuff i want to do in all honesty i wanted to focus more on giving team usa more support we were able but with hosting worlds, it's like impossible. Next year, the team's going to have a lot more and a lot more attention. But this year, unfortunately, like the tournament, I literally told the, the teams, uh, they're asking about, I, I can't remember shoes or something like that. And I was like, I would love to buy you guys shoes, but we have a hundred thousand dollar tournament we have to throw. So no. <laughs> <Yikes>. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Um, um. it'll happen i mean if the way things are going um it it, again we're light years from where we were even a couple years ago so why um why why did you go to the ndl uh dwcs you say you've been going since 2007 you never played in any of them were you just tagging along with some friends or just want to like take notes and see like how you can do better or what was this is gonna sound super sonic first off i was like cool dodgeball tournament in vegas like awesome let's go and i went with like mike miller who was like and Tracy Brown, she played. But it was like my whole first team, La Dodge and there was like Helen Ellis and Brandon Sapinski and our the WrestleManiacs. And like, it was uh, all the fun, crazy wild dodgeballers. And we're like, tournament in Vegas. And our friends were playing. So we went and it was fun. And then honestly, and this, I know this is, people aren't going to believe me. I know. But like, for since like 2008, I've been saying there's no way in a million years I would pay $150 a division to play for like an hour's worth of time. And I was broke AF. Like we shoved, we shoved 10 people, no less than 10 people in our room at the Luxor at the time. And we would, and there's no social events besides that opening pasta night thing that was garbage. Sorry. 
but like it was. And <laughs> so like there were no social events either. So I was always, we would call like Mike Miller, the Pied Piper. Cause we would walk from the Luxor to planet Hollywood and we would start with maybe 20 people. And by the time we got to planet Hollywood, there'd be no less than 75 people wow. who would just be picking up dodgeballers and having fun. And we'd all end up at Imperial palace and it was just the best time. And then, okay, wait here, this is great. So one time we're all in the room. I think it was Benny Toft was there. We're all in our room at the Luxor and we wake up and we're like, we're going to the pool. And Diana Suarez, a bunch of old school people, uh, again, Kellen Ellis. And we open the, the blinds and it's raining. And there was like a light thunder shower. And we stand there in silence for about 10 seconds. And then I think Benny said it. He goes, now we have to go to that stupid dodgeball tournament. <laughs> <laughs> and that was kind of... <laughs> <laughs> and they and the other thing is like we wanted to go support our friends but they were trying to charge us to get in and i'm not paying right at the time especially i was super broke so i'm not paying 20 dollars to go in to see like trash cans and two by fours and i it's i just am i i i might sound like a snob a snob right now i mean we're charging for worlds but i'm setting the bar high for worlds and to me every time we make a decision we're like yes but we are pay- charging for tickets so can we cut this corner no we can't and at the time, like none of us. So there was at least 50 of us, at least 50 of us in the peak, like 2009 through 12 that went every year and never set foot on that court. That's hilarious. I think I'm, I'm catching, I'm remembering something about hearing, because I, I remember, like I, I heard your name for several years where I actually figured out who you were. And um, I'll admit it, I thought for some reason you were on Fawn. Like I thought you were him. <laughs> Because like, because there, because I, I was like, you know what? I've had it. Who is this Jake Mason? And I asked somebody, like, point him out to me, please. And this was like maybe 20, 2012, 2013 ish. And then uh, they pointed to you, but I saw on. I was like, because that's the face I recognize. Like, oh, okay, that's Jake oh, that's Mason. That's amazing. And I was like, huh. And then I find out it's really not you. <laughs> I was like, what? oh wow, man, I was off um, just by a little bit, but. Um, I'm going to be confused for somebody. On's a good guy to be confused with. He's, yeah, well, and that's, that's he's why, a great representative. <laughs> that's why I bought it because he, you know, he is, a, is was always warm and friendly and 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 social. And I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Like the his behavior and, and mannerisms match what I've heard of you. So that was a uh, was something I just remember. But I also remember hearing a lot about like the, the social stuff that you were starting to. Um, I don't want to say concoct, but you would. But there were, there's a social there's a social following that you had um, at during the NDL and. Benny's uh, comment of like crap, we have to go to that tournament now. That, that's I would I would feel like that almost all the time after uh, like after 2007. I was just like, oh, I guess we gotta go play dodgeball now. Sad. Yeah. <clears throat> I it's mean, sad. I again, I I never talked to Ed. He never talked to me. Um, I never had any interactions with him, negative or positive. Uh, but when I started at WeHo in 2012, September 2012, um, and we aligned with Sin City and created the Sin City dodgeball tournament. Uh, that was January of 2013. So we had like four months and everything I did with Sin City was literally based around what I wanted Vegas to be in the past. So social fun, a little, you know, I wanted competition there as well. And, um, not that same level of NDL competition, especially once elite was born, it was perfect. I was like, great, you guys do that and I'll do my thing. Right. And, but, uh, as far as like I based all my payments, all the dodgeball time, the biggest complaint I got the first year of Sin City was that there was too much dodgeball. And and that's why I'm Mark, I know with Elite too. I mean, same thing. We were like, we wanted to do exactly the opposite and just run people in the ground. I don't know if that's what we should be doing anymore, but 
it was needed back then for sure. Yeah, I remember my first Sin City, 2015, 2014. I was literally run to the ground. I had to lay down day two. I was like, I was not expecting <laughs> this much dodgeball. And when you guys said like, okay, time for rubber, I was like, oh, I don't want to, <laughs> like, I can't. It was, uh, it's a great feeling. And that's a great problem to have. If you, if you have people complaining like, hey, we came to, to Vegas and paid this money and we're having too much dodgeball. That's that's a good good uh, good indication. Um, I, I, at any point, I don't think anyone can claim that they're not getting their money's worth. Yeah, so. yeah, I, yeah. It's it's a great event. Um, I'm I've been I've been looking forward to it since I hopped on the plane to go back home. I was like, well, can't wait for next year. Yay! Um, so speaking about you know how you compared Sin City's Vegas to the NDL's Vegas, um, obviously there's been some controversy stirring between um, WDA and the NDL, and some people just. I don't feel are clued in and don't understand like the buildup between when they announced themselves in 2004 to when they supposedly turned into U.S. Dodgeball. Um, I, go ahead. <laughs> I don't even know when they turned into U.S. Dodgeball. I pretty much like. Felt like it was overnight. Go on. No, I, yeah. I was saying it, it felt like it was overnight as a as a reaction to the National Dodgeball Organization forming in 2013, 2012. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel that you are comparing or you have any kind of I'm trying to say, do you feel like this year's worlds? Are you trying to prove something to, to U.S. Dodgeball and WDA? Or do you feel like you're in competition with them, or do you feel like you're trying yes. to outstage them? Yes and no. Uh, I, <clears throat> I, uh, okay, again, it's gonna sound super snotty, but f it. Uh, <laughs> yes. I don't consider U.S. Dodgeball, quote unquote, a competition. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, it's not, it's not a real thing. It's not a real organization. If you, it, they, it's like eight people and I'm sorry, this is like going to stir some stuff, but like they've done some stuff and, and that's great, but we're trying to be legitimate and they're, everything they do is in reaction to something someone else does. What I'm doing, I don't think about us dodgeball or the NDL or Ed Prentice or Bill Fair or Tom Hickson or anybody else. I, we do what we have to do. We have to do what's right. And we cannot run our organization reacting to what other people do. Um, and it's really, really hard to do that. It's yeah. really hard. Even in, okay, in LA, we've got, I've got WDS and Waka on the same nights, like down the street from me. Um, they're not competition. We all do something a little different. And it's really hard sometimes. It, I'm better at it now, but back in the day when like WDS would like launch a tournament a week away from mine, uh, I think both of us on both sides would go, Oh my God, now what do we do? Oh, blah, 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 blah. And I would want to react. And the best thing I've learned is just to not react. So worlds in LA was happening regardless. Uh, unfortunately for us. <laughs> right. Uh, and I think uh, some of the issue with WDBF was that they were reacting to WDA and there were all the announcements about Madison square garden. Um, on our end, we knew that that wasn't locked in. So, and, and the logistics of it being possible were up in the air. So I wasn't panicking as much. Uh, now, unfortunately, there is, like, because of, like, that stupid, toxic Facebook group and, um, <laughs> and, uh, and, and all that stuff, there is going to be comparison. I know all of Europe is watching right now. It's no pressure. Um, no, none at all. No. Oh, it's, it's totally easy to sleep at night. And... <laughs> uh, and I have to constantly, constantly remind myself, Dwayne, president of WDBF, president of Dodgeball Canada, um, we're always, and, and Mark and everybody involved, we're all 
having to remind ourselves like we have to focus on what we're doing and what we're and do it well and not worry about other people's reactions not worry about what they did versus what we're doing um you know and uh there's a lot of stuff <clears throat> i saw at that tournament that i wouldn't even let slide at sin city so i'm not too worried if i'm gonna get again a little arrogant about it but there's a lot of stuff that we structure we don't have in place that we should this is not going to be my dream tournament unfortunately but i'm going to do my best to still make it really good right so the decision to have it in la was not yours wasn't no that was forced on us um i i this year i really wanted to do la 2019 Mm. give us a year let us grow um i don't want to bankrupt our new organization in the first year throwing a tournament uh and let me get some stuff in in place. There's a lot that we kind of missed out on of really fun stuff, really cool stuff that we missed out on because we just didn't have time. Um, And I'm bummed about that. Again, I still am confident we're going to provide a a good product. If this doesn't, if that doesn't happen, you have to take this podcast down. But um, (laughs) I, yeah, but I, I, it's not what I envisioned. Do you uh, do you have an example of some of the fun stuff that you guys missed out on? Uh, or is that? Um, I mean, I, a fun example is like we have a lot of celebrity connections here, and um, we didn't even have or a venue. Venue is rough. This place we got is have is awesome, and it fits the theme we were going for. But we had to kind of we had to take what we could get also. Um, we got lucky, really lucky, but, um, there were some better venue options and really exciting places, um, that I'll say after worlds. <laughs> um, but there were some really exciting venue options that we missed out on because of time. Uh, and then, um, there's some stuff we have to kind of cut corners for because of time and money. And there's, um, I, the celebrity connections, like one of my best friends is, is a singer. She was on the voice and she's famous and she was going to sing the anthem but there's a wedding conflict we had a lot of other celebrities that play dodgeball who can't come because of conflicts and um and it's as well as media as well as like a lot of media um and not being able to get the branding out there early enough like we only got our logo a couple weeks ago um we should have been branding and promoting this thing like that was one thing the wda did really well um but on the other hand, learning from them, I wasn't going to announce the venue until it was 100% locked in. <laughs> right, for sure. Um, yeah, the reason why I ask that is, is because it's, I mean, kind of going from your announcement to November to rallying all these organizations behind you guys to um, Elite and um, now the way Team USA was was put together with you know the actual combine and all the all the things that are building up two worlds it's a it's a lot to it's a lot to chew um, and I just wanted yeah. to kind of kind of air out that this is not this is not uh, what USA Dodgeball has to offer like there's more in store for it this isn't you guys in your final form or whatever there's there's much more to to work with and and make happen yeah. for future years and I think just having this the stress of worlds being here in LA on the first year of USA dodgeball kind of puts a, a huge strain on you guys. So, yeah, I want to make it clear that like, no, that's great. Thank you. Because I want to make that clear that holding the world championships is not the end goal of our organization at all. It's actually a distraction. It's a great distraction. It's going to be really cool. But, uh, 
everyone, you know, when people are donating, you know, in the, the GoFundMe and the fundraising and the amazing amount of support we received, that money isn't supposed to, that's not, that's not, we're not collecting all that to hold one tournament or to, um, to host Team USA and give them everything, you know, a select few number of dodgeballers, everything they need. That is all going to operational costs to ensure this, that this organization can run for a couple of years on its own before, while we set up a way to make money, while we set up <clears> the <throat> income process. It's not, I, we're not, we're trying to not touch that uh, at all. It's really hard right now. But um, if anything, anything for Worlds is being borrowed from that with the intention of paying it back because that's operational costs, youth leagues, scholarships, all the stuff we want to do. We need money to keep the business going while we set this stuff up. And um, I know people are like, oh, I donated my $25 or my $1,000 and I don't want it to be just to go to uniforms for Team USA and stuff like that. And it's not. Right. Um, it is hard to quantify that money right now because we still don't know what we need as far as like there's lots of paperwork that's involved. There's lots of legal filings. There's lots of paying for logos there's lots of all sorts of stuff so but it is it is um not something that we're just treating like oh cool free money let's go <laughs> let's go <laughs> like i paid i paid for my own we raised money for team usa in separate fundraisers and um that flew like our scouts to the combine and paid for their hotels part of that um awesome. i paid for my own flight and combine like hotel room Cause I'm not a scout. So I, but I had to be there and I didn't feel comfortable taking team, like team USA money for myself. And you're, you're letting other people, you're, you're letting, using that to take care of other people that need to be there. I mean, they, we can't ask them to fly themselves out and right. like put all this commitment and time and effort into, um, that's the first thing in my opinion that need to be paid. Secondly, then we started using the rest of the money for team practice time. Um, you know, from Ballast Day, like you guys raised money for team USA and so that went specifically to their uniforms. I should have used it for practice space, but I wanted the team to, to see the money. So that went to like a discount on all their uniforms, their extra uniforms. KBS actually sponsored us, which was great. They're amazing. Nice. So, What's KBS? They're KBS Apparel and they're our new official apparel partner for USA Dodgeball. Awesome. And we'll be making all the announcements once they can. It's again, a big rush. <laughs> so... <laughs> during worlds is kind of the, the inaugural announcement, but um, they're going to be offering all sorts of discounts and things for players, um, teams, and they, they've got really good stuff. Um, it's a bit cheaper than the competition and um, it fits, in my opinion, it fits a lot better than most of the stuff out there. Awesome. And that obviously that comes with, you know, saying, Hey, my little organization in Tucson with our 50 players are asking oh. Under Armour for sponsorships versus, uh, the national organization, which has like 16,000 players and leagues all across America want sponsorships. Mm -hmm. Like that's, I mean, if people question like, why, why do I need to rally under somebody or why should we join an organization? That's why there's just, there's strength in numbers and we'll hopefully start seeing the outcome in the next you know couple of years when we, when we do land sponsorships like KBS and, and make that affordable or available to to players that take Jodgeball just a little bit more seriously than your your rec league player. Yeah. I mean and, and that's the thing. Like when even WeHo, which has a huge social media following, has a huge amount of players. It's one of the largest single dodgeball leagues in the country. And like even when we go to certain brands and Nike was like, that's great. You have a hundred thousand views a week. That's great. Uh, when you get it to a million, call us back and Under Armour, things like that. Like there's a lot of 
people who won't give us the time of day as our own individual, but as an umbrella, we can, and then we can share that. And that's the goal. Awesome. And then that 501c3 is going to be super helpful, I'm sure, as well. Yep, definitely. Very cool. So. Um, I kind of wanted to ask, but I almost, I'll just ask it anyway, but I don't really want to spend too much time on it because you already mentioned like the thread and that was you know when when we're watching wda and we see ed prentice and we see usa dodgeball on there and yeah right it just causes this huge uproar like i i talked to alan about this one uh just to try to give him some context and just try to get his perspective because he was there and um you know he kind of we kind of like maybe collectively agreed that it might have just been a typo that it might not have been a sinister move by Ed Prentice, but then at the same time, you know, I'm like, but I've known him for a long time, and I've, I know some of the shit that he's pulled. So I, I don't know. Like, what were your thoughts on that? If you have any, and if not, we I'm can gonna, just move on. No, I'm gonna say this. Uh, I don't believe at this point, with the amount of quote unquote typos and the number of things that have uh, come my way from them, it I can't believe it's it was a typo or a mistake. Um, it's intentional. I mean, again, it could be that particular instance could be unintentional. Um, I received, I, I hate it cause I see it and I'm like, I don't want you representing my organization. Like you do not represent the organization. Right. On the other hand, it's dumb on their part because everyone looks up USA dodgeball. And so they, in, uh, you know, in trying to claim that title, they also inadvertently funnel everyone to us, which is great. Keep doing it. Um, the other thing is like, they've they've uh okay let's just put this out there savage apparel um we were in talks to have them be our apparel partner and and do a partnership with savage and then all of a sudden u.s dodgeball launched a brand and it was all usa dodgeball and um when we called savage we're like hey and they were like they literally said we thought this was you guys when they called us they continued the conversation like we had been talking and they immediately apologized. They took the, they edited the store. Um, they, I think they shut down the store, but I don't know if that was like on, I don't know if the store's expiration point had hit or whatever, but um, it was, it, and then I also got a lot of calls for interviews, Sports Illustrated, some other places were calling me. On our end, it's really, really tempting to be like, no, nah, screw you, you can't cover our event and hang up on them. Um, but every time, because that'll come back on us. So as much as I want to do that, we were like, no, unfortunately, that's US Dodgeball. Here's uh, their event page. And nine times out of 10, they would end up messaging us on Facebook again, being like, is this the right one? And we'd be like, nope. And we would guide them. So at least three or four outlets, press outlets, I've guided to them for worlds, for their worlds. Um, that is not being returned. <laughs> and I'm getting impartial people who have no connection to Dodgeball whatsoever telling me this. Um, I'm getting people who've called them on accident looking for us and they're, they're not returning the favor. So I don't, and knowing what I know about Ed, I don't, I think it was pretty calculated. So yeah. Did so, I talk too much? Am I talking too much? No, that's, that's <laughs> perfect. Cause that's exactly what I wanted to, I didn't want to say that because that's what I believe. Um, cause again, being around for so long and I've even had situations locally with my own deal that I won't get into, but same, similar practices because <clears throat> we all know, I think it would be so bold to say, we all know who's really taking care of dodgeball, where the future is, um, where it's going, what we experienced through Elite in the last couple of years. We, we all have a pretty good idea 
who to who to believe in. But if I'm so and so from some company, what the what the do I know the difference? And so yeah. it takes a it's I think it's kind of a smart tactic. It's a one, but it's a smart one to say, oh yeah, no, that's me. Because then you're going to get my attention, you're going to get my sponsorship money, you're going to get my whatever it is that I have to offer. Because mm-hmm. again, I'm just I'm just ignorant. I don't know any better. So I totally understand um, and and want to just validate that theory as well. Like that that's what that's how I saw it um, immediately without even. Well, I actually I was like, okay, what's what's Nick's photo here? Okay, it's apprentice. Cool, that's great. Oh no, <laughs> I saw. Yeah. And I just like, oh man, that made me so angry. Um, yeah, it's not great to see that. I mean, like, have someone else representing your organization, regardless of whatever they claim to do or whatever they did first or did that second. It's like, God, what did I say? It was like, just about like Coke and Pepsi. Like, there, there are definitely things like you don't want to put like Pepsi's logo on there and then show up and have them be serving like RC Cola or like Safeway Select. Like, yeah. it's, and that's kind of the thing. That's my issue. Um, there's always a little bit of ego there too, but like I, I'm working really carefully to to build this brand and protect this brand and create and make it consistent. And then if someone comes in with that and people are googling it, it's it it affects it affects everyone. It affects both of us because you know when it comes down to it, that hurt our relationship with Savage, and um, they didn't do their due diligence, and that's on them. Uh, the other thing was that um, it, it just it just. Oh, what was I going to say? It does. It does definitely hurts both of us, uh, both organizations. Because oh, I mean, like the Olympics, like Gaysa rec- recognition. WDA can apply for Gaysa recognition. That only means that it's in a period where they're like, okay, are there any other governing bodies? And as soon as another governing body reaches out, it cancels each other out, and no one can move forward until they agree to move forward or something else happens. So it literally just holds each other back. This this all this nonsense, all this craziness, all this. I did it first, no me. It just holds everybody back. And I'm kind of out of patience for it. I've witnessed it for years and years and years. And at this point, I'm just going to, again, do what we do and do it as best we can um, and provide the best product we can. And hopefully that'll be the right one. And if it's not, we're open to listening and growing. (laughs) Um, So I would like to, uh, you know, do that. Yeah. No, um, if people ask, why aren't we in the Olympics yet? It's part 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 of the issues right there. So... Uh-huh. take that That's as you will part. if you're if you're listening um well speaking of moving on um let's go ahead and get into some of the questions because i again i can I'm notorious for going to rabbit holes um so the first question i got was from uh dominic borgia and um i might have to reword this one but i'll just i'll just read out loud first he says ask him about what mark said if that aligns with topics dot 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 worlds what's the setup been like coordinating so many countries coming into la so Oh gosh, I'm not sure how to. Um, what's, do you know what he's? Do you know what he means at least? Uh, uh I wish he was more specific so I could dance around the question better. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I, I, I'm assuming he, he's talking about Mark's um, frustrations with elite. Perhaps uh, if that lines with similar topics with worlds. So starting with um, what's the setup been like coordinating so many countries coming to LA? Okay. I mean, again, if you want to phrase it into like a more specific question, I, I can help too, but I'm down. But it world set up with LA, a lot of the countries, unfortunately, like our country is a nightmare and um, our government is super racist. And I'm just saying there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it because everybody brown 
couldn't get their visas. And um, we had so much local support from the city of West Hollywood. The mayor wrote individual letters to every country's um, being like to Pakistan and to Cameroon. And um, there's one player on the team Italy from Maldive, Maldive. I'm not sure. I'm going to sound so ignorant, but, um, and these are not on no fly lists. These are not on, you know, terror watch lists. Like these are, uh, and with a mayor, letter from the mayor, with a letter from our organization, with a letter from the World Dodgeball Federation, with phone calls from the mayor, their visas were declined without review instantly. Jeez. Everybody's. And so unfortunately, because of visa issues, um, Cameroon, China, uh, um, Pakistan, they weren't una unable to make it. Um, so that's been horrible. Uh, Argentina has been having some issues, but I, I, they're here. They're coming now. So thank goodness. But we had originally 13 men's countries and 11 women's, and now we're down to nine and seven with logistics. Um, Puerto Rico, right now we had a Puerto Rican women's team, and unfortunately, like because of all the stuff in Puerto Rico, um, they're unable to, to join as well. So all the... All the, the politically charged nonsense that's going on, has been going on, is actually in fact in, impacting Dodgeball. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I mean, we, wow. we booked rooms for them um, to show they had places to stay. You know, we had my address. All my personal information was sent to all these places, like, um, as well. And again, like the mayor, uh, we had lawyers. <clears throat> I got lawyers involved early on from um, immigration lawyers so they could help guide us through the process. Um, that was one of the first things I did. It's a lot of work. And then coordinating housing and coordinating all this stuff, it's just a lot, a lot of work. And LA is a terrible place for this because it's so spread out. So we got teams who are like, oh, I found a really great Airbnb in Inglewood. That's close, right? And we're like, no, that's like an hour away from the venue. And, or they would be in, you know, deep, deep in Simi Valley or by Disneyland. And if you're from this area, you know that those are not, that's like, especially from Anaheim, it's like a three hour drive here in, in traffic in the middle of the day. So that was a lot of work. <laughs> you know, so people like earlier when I said, you know, I know everybody that knows you knows you're busy, knows that you're always working. I'm glad some of the less sexier details of, of this position are being aired. Like I had to coordinate with the mayor of LA to let Pakistan come in and we had to do all this because like, I don't think people understand or, or realize that that's part of the role that has befallen you and, and that's part of what goes into legitimizing the sport that much more um, I think it's incredible yeah. that you even got the mayor to pay attention to you for dodgeball like that that's impressive well I mean again the mayor of West Hollywood um, although the mayor of LA is also a fan of dodgeball um, we're really lucky here the city and is really connected with WeHo Dodgeball, um, all the city council members, all the, the mayor, everybody. Um, so we have a fantastic support structure. We're, we're officially being sponsored. The Worlds is officially sponsored by the city of West Hollywood, even though we're not in the city of West Hollywood. Wow. Um, but they, we do a lot for them and with them, and, and we're really lucky to have that connection. But those are like years and years and years of connections that we were able to call on. So, and no, None of this is sexy. The only fun, sexy part is when I'm on the microphone being silly or when we're at a party being drunk. And that's why I will not let that microphone down when I get it. <laughs> this <laughs> is my microphone. This is... It's, all, it's all I have. <laughs> I don't get to do the live stream this year. That's like my favorite part is like at UDC, same thing. I couldn't, 
I had to coordinate. So I couldn't do the live stream. I can't do the live stream this year. And those are the, that's what I want to do. This <laughs> so. reminds me of uh, the wedding singer. Amsa. I was like, I have the microphone. So you can listen to every single word I have to say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Since y'all don't read your emails. Uh, um. <laughs> I never got an email from you, by the way, just saying. So I would have read it. Um, <laughs> man, that's, that's another rabbit hole I want to go down to. And that's just how hard was it to get the city behind you? And, you know, all it takes is maybe just attending a couple of council meetings. And, um, that's just another element that helps strengthen dodgeball. Um, mm-hmm. I might have to, I might have to pocket that one for another time. Um, yeah, for sure. it's not that exciting. It's basically you just summed it up, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's, it's. It's powerful. And I guess, okay, real quick, not to make this about me again, but Tucson Dodgeball, I was trying to, this is like 2006, I was trying to find out how we can get a venue because we were getting kicked out of these places. It was so frustrating. So I attended a couple of ward um, council meetings, uh, gave a real quick 20-minute PowerPoint presentation on what we're about, how we can help the community because we had a bunch of kids that were literally staying off the streets to play dodgeball with us. And I had no idea how to take care of them because, you know, I can barely take care of myself at 24. And, um, one of the councilmen um, came up to me. He's like, "Hey, I think we can help you out. There's there's budgets for this kind of stuff." And long story short, you know, we got a court painted and designated for us. Like there, there's an actual dodgeball court that Tucson made for us. Um, it, it was a nice. it was a tennis court, and it was in the less ideal part of town. But once that happened, I was like, "That was freaking easy." Like that just took a little bit of footwork, some PowerPoint skills, and just acting like I know what the I'm talking about, and some pictures, pictures of smiling children, and boom. And and so that is something that can be replicated, and I'm just thinking if for the people that are out there running these organizations and really want to do actual things to grow dodgeball, like, uh, go for it. Like, that's it's not as hard as you think, but um, it's also not as sexy as, as we've been saying. Well, and, and I mean, <clears throat> it, one thing we're, we're going to, provide through USA Dodgeball for our member leagues is support in that kind of way. Like I have a lot of connections. Um, I happen to have like really good connections with MGM and um, you know, and to the point where when they hear a dodgeball thing, they literally text me and go, is this you? And then if I say yes or no, they're like, Oh cool. We were going to pursue it. But if it's not you, we'll hold. And I'm not asking them to do that. It's just that we have a really good relationship and they want to nurture that relationship. And, um, with these sports commissions and these these conferences and being members now of the National Association of Sports Commissions and we're members of Connect Sports and the Connect Diversity Sports and um, the Sports Diversity Leadership Council, the SDLC. Uh, I, it's not well known yet and I need to social media this stuff better, but um, we're all members. USA Dodgeball is are members of all these organizations. And what I'm getting is connections to cities. And so I have connections in Mesa and Scottsdale now. I have really good friends who can get us a gym space if we need it. I have been using that to help Elite find gym space. Um, but the other thing is like these things do give us a little bit of power that we didn't have before. Um, a gym, I, I just went to Detroit to look for spots for our new, for our America's Cup in 2019. And, um, you know, I got, flown there by the city of Detroit and they took me to seven different venues and two different hotels. And, um, these are places that when we cold call, they just ignore us. But when the sports commission says, Hey, you're meeting with the president of USA dodgeball, they, they book time and they it's so, and this is stuff for that will and can trickle down and help out all these organizations, every, everyone in our, our crew. 
That's our awesome. clan. <laughs> <laughs> the Mason clan. The Mason. Uh... No, 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 no. Take my name out of it. I Take my name it. out of it. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll stop doing that. <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> um, I was just going to go through uh, heraldry and all this. So I'll, I'll stop. I'm going to nerd out way too far here. Um, oh, I mean, Brian Lee from Hong Kong was like, literally was like, unite the clans. <laughs> um so perfect um that's awesome well again i mean it's it's probably dull and and again not sexy to some people but i love that i love just working with cities and and seeing okay i can't get it through this way but what if i do it the correct way holy crap the correct way is not that hard oh wow this is really easy but yeah, we, um, we have we have a lot of resources available to us that we never knew about in the past um and i'm just learning more and more and more it is kind of why i'm it's fun going to these conferences they're exhausting and you have zero free time but I'm learning just so much. Um, and I'm hoping to bring other board members on board to go. Kate Karens came with me to the diversity one and hopefully she can come with me to the next one. But um, this information needs to be shared with everybody like right away. So for sure. Yeah. That's awesome. We'll, uh, we'll look back five, 10 years from now and be like, man, all that flying around Jake did pave, paved the way for some easy avenues know. for us. Hope- hopefully, hopefully <laughs> I'll be optimistic. Um, I'm, I'm not done with my coffee yet, so I'm, I'm in a good mood. Um, <laughs> so let's go back to the questions. Um, gonna have to skip Sergio's. I think he meant post worlds. Um, uh-huh. Here we go. Question for Jake: Is what is it was that? Okay, sorry. Let me. Why do you think people's attitudes have changed about how they see and treat the organizers? Um, and then they further say, because one of the biggest changes between last year and this year was players needing to register through USA Dodgeball. Would that sort of requirement and registration have impacted the atmosphere of the tournament? I think they mean elites and, and, and whatnot. So, um, I, We got a little kickback or pushback from it, and I get it. Um, I'm in a little bit of a, we need to get this stuff done. I'm trying so hard not to cuss, um, but we need to get stuff done and I don't have time anymore for every tiny little stupid complaint. Um, <laughs> and one of those is, oh my gosh, I have to pay $25 to join this organization. Guess what? Like that's less than half a Starbucks a month for the whole year. It is less than what you're going to spend in one night of going out. And yes, it's your money. But I also was in my twenties and I also had to choose between driving to Arizona in a car and shoving us into a motel eight serving 10 of us into one room at motel eight so i could play a tournament or staying at home and not spending the money that i didn't have and i had to miss so much competitive dodgeball in my 20s because i had to make adult life choices so yes we want everyone to play we don't want to limit people from playing there's never one time where anyone has come up to me in weho and been like i can't afford to play and we haven't worked something out Mm -hmm. um my dance studio for 17 years it was um no child will be refused to due to lack of funds there's always a way to make it work. But when people were complaining about $125 fee to do kind of to pay $30 or whatever cheap amount elite charges, then to like to do what they like, I'm sorry, but it's a choice you have to make. We want you there and we want to make it as easy as possible. But every sports organization, every legitimate sports organization in the United States charges membership dues. Yep. USA Wrestling, USA Motocross, like, and you have to pay these Quidditch. And the Quidditch juice are like $65 a year. And there will be benefits to it besides just being able to play. There will be discounted stuff. Like the America's Cup is only going to be open to USA Dodgeball and Dodgeball Canada and um, 
dodgeball Mexico uh, players, but like there will be discounts. There'll be all that stuff. But in the long run, like this is how sports work. Um, every single kid who plays AYSO soccer has to be a member of AYSO. Um, everyone in, in, in the NBA is a member of USA basketball. It's just how it works. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, and, it's good. Oh, sorry. It's just, yeah. And if we want to be legitimate, we have to act legitimate. And we started real small, real small. And again, there's, I will give you $25 if you don't have it. I won't, but like, if you can work it off, that's great. <laughs> um, there's so many ways to get that measly amount of money, uh, and the thing that sucks is the people who push back the most are the people with the most means. People actually have, might have money. And I do think a couple of people came at it with like, oh, well, now I'm paying more. So what do I get? And this kind of like, what's in it for me mentality. And I just, I get it. I don't have time for it. Um, this is a leap of faith right now. If you want, we get the same exact people complaining about it are the same people who are complaining that we're not further along. And it's like everyone it's a very american way of thinking but it's like have your cake and eat it too kind of thing like we're not going to move forward without this kind of without this so sorry it's for the greater good suck it up um if you need 25 dollars, we'll figure out something you can do for it <laughs> yeah it's uh when i saw that i was like Yes, like they're they're doing what they need to do. Like they're gonna, this money is gonna go to actually guaranteeing the future of dodgeball. Awesome, like and it's only twenty five bucks, and like that's like you said, any any other sport requires you to be a member of of, of these organizations. You have to pay those dues. So for people whining yeah, about high, that, every high school wrestler yeah. has to join USA Wrestling. Like it's like, come on, guys. So go on. Yeah. Sorry. No, I just I don't I don't understand the people whining behind it, the, the, and especially if the argument's still why isn't dodgeball taking more seriously? Why aren't we in the Olympics for for petty shit like that? Like just if you don't pay twenty five bucks, don't play. It's and it's always the same people. It's always the same person with the same argument. Like literally, like ninety percent of the people who complain about the twenty five dollars are the people who are also complaining that we're not further along. And I want to scream, and I try not to, and. You know, I keep saying like I only get like a certain limited amount of meltdowns that I've earned, <laughs> and I've already used two of them on stupid stuff, so I'm not going to waste this one. <laughs> how many? How many? How many do you get per year? I don't know. It depends on how well I do. Gotcha. It's all like performance based, I think. <laughs> <laughs> like pro weight your pro weight your your meltdowns. Um, yep. Yeah, that, that's. <laughs> I'm just going to move on from that one. That's. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Chad Landrum, who ironically, like he just started letting me know they started listening to these episodes and like every single episode since then has featured him somehow. So like I'm either a wizard or I have some kind of weird prophetic ability, but, uh, it's interesting, but here we go. So he asks, um, how do you feel you've affected dodgeball, uh, as a sport and dodgeball society as a whole? And also do you think Boy. dodgeball needs more people or less people like you? Meaning personality and fortitude. Since we're talking about meltdowns and how you allocate a specific amount to yours, uh, I'd say that's a good sign of fortitude still after everything. But um, yeah, have at it. I we need. I need personally like eight more of me. I just don't think I could handle eight more of me. Oh, <laughs> if that makes sense. Uh, I think uh, I need to like yeah. We we need more. We need more community leaders, but we need more people to understand what what leadership is that sounds so douchey but it's so true i'm sorry i think I, I, like 
we need some more people to step up and we need people to step up with integrity. And, um, it's, and we, and people who do this need to understand that you're, it's not going to be recognized. People aren't, you're always, I'm constantly having to prove myself and I've been here for 10 plus years. Um, even WeHo, which I like, you know, created, like I'm constantly having to prove myself. Um, it's kind of like that whole customer service thing where, well, it might not be, it might be the 200th time you've been asked that question, but it's the first time they asked. Um, hmm. It's, it's exhausting, but um, people don't kind of understand that. Um, it, it's, it's never ending. You're always going to have to be proving yourself. You're always going to have to show people like kind of what you're made of and prove that you still have integrity and prove that, you know, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to come back from those mistakes, hopefully. And I don't know. We need more of me again. Uh, <laughs> but I'm that's saying that sounds like so cocky. So I hate it. And also, I know I'm a lot to deal with. So um, if we can just take the good organizing sides of me and the dedication and then take out the rest, because there is only one and I will probably end up fighting the others. So it's the rumble of the Jake Masons. That'd be fun to watch. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Mark had a really good point when he's talking about how, you know, he's all eyes are on him. Like, how dare you even ever once think about cheating or mouthing off? Like, you just, you're, you're in charge. Like, you're at the head of the table. People are going to watch you. And every little thing that you do is going to be under a microscope. And um, it takes a really specific type of personality or person to not let that break them or not let that, you know, alter how they impact the people that are looking to them for leadership. So. I totally get that. And I don't, I don't think it's douchey. Um, leadership is not, Hey, follow me. We're going to take this hill and I'm going to look all sexy and, and great while we do it. It's, there's a lot of stuff that just really picks and itches away at you as a person. And yep. some people are cut out for it and some aren't. So no, I totally get that. And I hope that I didn't perceive that as douchey. I hope, um, other people don't either. It's, uh, it's, it's a thankless, I- non-glamorous job. I mean, at this point, they can think what they want. Um, <laughs> I have a job to do. I, I, and that's the other thing, too. I'm in this place where I have a job to do, and I have to get it done. So I want everyone to like me, but I don't... I've also reached the limit of, like, I, your approval of me is not... Um, is not. To, I need to get the job done. Yeah. Um, obviously, I want both, and it's not going to be, like, I'm going to be the dodgeball dictator. Like, I'm setting it up so when I become that dictator, I can be removed. Um, and I'm saying when, because I cannot wait. Uh, I'm going to lose it, but, um, no, but it wears, it wears on us all. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen for me personally after October. I've told you this personally. Um, I don't know if I can keep doing this at this level. There's a lot that needs to grow and change. The sport is growing past all of us so quickly. And, um, a lot of people are unwilling to see that or they're unable to see that or they don't want to see it or they're unwilling, but it is growing. We need to grow with it. And, um, yeah, it, I mean, I can handle players yelling at me. Players yell at me all the time. I just am so stressed out that I'm snapping back more now than previously. Like, uh, so yeah, <laughs> it's, I don't imagine anyone. Else. And Mark, Mark too, everybody, everybody who's been in this position, everyone has been a league manager. We all go through that. Um, I'm shocked Ali and on and WeHo are still able to come to WeHo with a smile. They've been doing this for years. And we met last year, I think, right before USA Dodgeball launched, and we were all just beat down. We're like, we maybe should. And it's just good because we also talked about, should we keep going? And, or should we find somebody else who's, who 
can take over because it is also really good to acknowledge when you've hit that limit and you're unable to to do what you're supposed to do yeah that's uh i mean like you said like it's it's more than it's not just the people yelling at you it, it's just i mean look at your schedule like we, we kind of went through like what your life looks like the next couple of months and man i'm sure just you know not doing anything would be nice <laughs> on a weekend or just not having anywhere to be and oh, yeah. um it's again we're you guys aren't being paid for this. You guys are doing this from your free time and it's, uh, that alone has a toll. So, uh, totally get it. Um, it's a lot to ask and that's why I, I keep hoping, you know, a couple of years from now, these roles will be paid salary positions or, or something that makes it so that that can be your only focus. Oh yeah. But we'll see. That would be great. That would be fantastic. That's the goal. I mean, we need a CEO. Um, we need, we talked to the board members can't get paid. Um, also to squash any rumors of, you know, elite somehow getting money from, from the USA membership, which is completely false. Um, that, those are things I got asked, but, uh, I'm sure, but we can't get paid legally and that's how it should be. And that's how we set up the structure. Um, ideally maybe I step down as president and become the CEO. If that's a paid position I want to take, um, or, or COO, sorry, not CEO, COO, whatever I'm learning. And, um, uh, and, and, but we need officers and we need paid officers and, uh, it's a long ways away, but it's the goal. I mean, I'm one of the only people at these sports conferences from any national governing body that, that is there, um, on my own dime, literally my own dime. <laughs> yeah. It's, so. um, I'm sure it'll happen at some point. Hopefully it's, it's got to like, that's that's part of what's going to propel us into Olympics and just seeing the organization that we all want. So, Up. um, hopefully yeah, fingers crossed. I think, uh, how have you impacted dodgeball and society as a whole? Um, Oh, every room I walk into is brightened by my presence, Chad. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Next question. Next question. Um, <laughs> Michael Stokes asks, what is your favorite elite jersey? You know what? Uh, the LADC jerseys that my team and No Sting rocked. Uh, Jamie Miguel and uh, Kellen asked me to be on their team. I was like, I can't be on a team. I can't be on a team. And then they showed up with a jersey for me. Oh. And I got to play like three or four rounds thanks to Val Horton. And of course, Brandon Tickner, who's just been flipping amazing. He needs his own show just to like focus on how much he's done people are like who and uh he's just done so much but and val horton as well that she literally got almost died at elite yeah. and she still managed to cover the no scene division for me which <laughs> is amazing i mean she's she's ride or die and i love her so much um and and that's what i'm getting exhausted of i cannot keep relying on the same four people like val brendan ali on casey marjan uh like these people are just everything and I cannot keep relying on the same couple people because we're all getting burnt out. I need to spread it out and they all do way more than they, they should. So, but yeah, anyway, LADC jerseys were the best hands down. I'm trying to remember those. I don't, yeah, you'll see them. I'll post it. It's uh, I'll find a picture and send it to you, but they were like, they were hot, 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 hot. Nice. I also really like the Roy bots ones. Those are awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and shade, of course. I like shade, of course. I have to like shade, but I do like shade. 
it's just a requirement. Like you, you just have to love or like shade. That's it. Um, mm-hmm. There's no questions asked. Um, did so I, yeah, I, I meant to ask this earlier, a long time ago. Um, do you do you play dodgeball still? Yeah, and I like nobody knows that. Uh, I play in WeHo, but it's a social league, and I run it, so I can't. You know, we have fun. Like our our team um, on Tuesdays is a Simpsons theme team, so we're all dressing up. Um, Tuesdays is a rec league, though, and our team is stacked. We realized so even in costumes, I think we're going to do pretty well. So basically, we've all come to the agreement that we're going to. Uh, we've all come to the realization that once we get to playoffs, we have to forfeit. <laughs> um, we're still going to play, but like once we if we win uh we're probably gonna have to forfeit just out of principle we're way too stacked for that league but we're gonna have fun we're gonna make sure everyone who plays this has fun and we're in silly costumes um i did just play in the 4v4 i'm actually pretty i can be good there's a tournament jake but no one sees it so i'm not like the best but i watch more dodgeball than any human on this planet so i know some things so you're learning some things or staying yeah. relevant or staying mentally mentally fierce. I mean I think my strongest aspect in like WeHo especially is like oh every time that person dodges they put their left leg out or like cuz I've I also a dancer so like body movement and stuff like that is just kind of there. So a lot of these things I see like I'm like oh they always aim for their left hip. If you have that skill, you know, it's like they always stick their butt out or they're he jumps, he he crouches right before he jumps or he puts his doesn't plant his foot until he actually throws so you can ignore his pump fakes until he gets to this position kind of thing like and that's all i'm seeing like kind of the value in that having watched so much dodgeball like i can play against nate and vince and all those guys i'm not as good at them i'm not in their league but i can take them out and play and hold my own against them nice. um because they grew up in my leagues because i've watched them play since the day they walked on the court so you know so is they're this better why, than me <laughs> is this why you've taken the the path that you've taken just so you can watch everybody from afar and just come out swinging in a couple of years as like the Dude, ultimate dodgeball player team usa next year is literally just going to be me by myself it's just a ruse it's all been a it's sham gonna be, yeah it's <laughs> i'm going to put myself on the team in traditional uh previous usa dodgeball style yeah i'm gonna put myself on the team but this time i'm gonna take it to a new level and i'm only gonna add xander as an alternate <laughs> yeah uh i'm glad you sniped that in there oh god man that that always irked me too is like oh of course the organizational head or the president is on team usa of course like that's uh-huh. that's just as bad or as having the coach put his son on the all-star team when you were way better than he will ever be and i'm totally not drawing from memory and it's not even about skill it's just wildly inappropriate like yeah. it's why like i can't play sin city i want to play sin city so bad can you imagine if i won my own national tournament like it would be terrible. And yeah. or if I even came close or if I took out a team, like there's no way I want to play Sin City so bad. And I'm hoping that Sin City still exists when I, and I can still play and I can let it go and play. But like, uh, and, and then for our, the USA dodgeball, the first thing was we got scouts who were ineligible to be on the team. Nicole Chasen a hundred percent has the skill and talent to be on the team. Uh, Marjan, all of them have this, at least all of them would have made a combine invite invite. And all of them had to forfeit that chance because it's inappropriate. It it blows my mind that people can't see why that's wrong. Why that's like, frown, not frowned upon. It's straight up like just inappropriate. Yeah. It, I mean, yeah. Um, 
I don't think people would be upset if you won and were playing Sin City. Oh, I I I can name twenty people off the top of my head right now who would really <laughs> who would who would never let me hear the end of it. Yeah, maybe maybe it would depend on like who was on your team. Like if you go in stacked with like Andrew and you know all the like Pyan and, and go on a super stacked team, I'm sure. But if you took on you know a middle of the pack team, maybe. I mean, I don't know. Our I, I really want to go somewhere and compete with the We Don't Care Bears. Um, we did New Orleans last year. We added Chris Wheeler last minute for Zarin, and we had the the best time, and we had the best strategy, and we just killed it. And I really want to do a competitive tournament with them too. And but I can't do Sin City. That again, there's no way. So somebody else, please host a fun, well organized, fun, drunk, competitive tournament. <laughs> for Jake Mason and potentially Mark Akins. I think he's been hurting for something like that too. Threatening to he burn still down gets to play times. in his own thing. He yeah. doesn't count. He yeah, gets you know to what? Play. That's true. I take that back. Sorry, Mark. This is we need one for Jake only. Vince Vince gets to play and win. Nate or not Nate, Glenn gets to play and win stuff. Like Yeah. So I they but the the thing is that they do not to say that's inappropriate that they do, they hire me so they can play. So yep. at least they they do that. They hire somebody objective, and yeah, and I will card them like that. So <laughs> give me a reason. And no, probably yeah, give me a reason. <laughs> awesome. Um, the last question I had was from Alan Thomas, and that was, "How many courts are going to be streamed, or all rather, how many courts are there total, and how many of those are going to be streamed?" So he said, "All the courts are going to be streamed. How many will there be? Five courts, and of course they're going to be streamed. Come on, guys." Um. I'd expect a little better, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, all the courts, we have five courts and they will all be streamed. There will be one feature court of uh, commentary and um, the other four courts will be streamed as well. We are, um, that's important. I'm trying to hope, I'm hoping they're not going to end up with like, just like in the past where like the auxiliary courts are filmed kind of meh. Right. Like we're trying to, we're making sure I'm making sure they're covered um, we're also working on like a graphics package to make sure that they're given some treatment as well and not just like a hard to find YouTube page. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, definitely be. I mean, it's what's my up? standards are it's the world championship. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's, there's standards and expectations and you have them. So I'm going to be relying on that stream. Um, I'm excited. And, and for people that are listening, this was recorded two weeks prior to to world so oh i'm God, sure two uh, weeks. yeah right sorry to scare you there <laughs> but uh, it's like a week and a half dude it's like it's literally in 10 days i'm still in sunday mode so i'm gonna pretend oh two my weeks God. but <laughs> um what uh that, that was all that i got for the the source questions but what what are you looking forward to the most at worlds other than it being over with like is there anything that you're kind of just still kind of excited for or optimistic about or, or can't wait to see get unleashed on the world oh my gosh i mean the level of competition i, I really <clears throat> hope everyone who can comes out to watch like physically comes out to watch and then watches the live stream because i don't think everyone quite understands i'm telling all my rec leagues i'm like you guys don't get it this level of competition is intense it's fun it's like going to your favorite basketball team's game but then it's dodgeball so it's even better it's like the energy from the crowd, the energy from the players, the the intensity of the competition. It's not like elite. It's it's not like you know any other thing that there is. There's only one of these, and um, 
it's different. It's not better or worse. It's different, but it's, it's awesome. So I need everyone to experience that. So please, please share, share, share the heck out of that invite, sell tickets. If you can't buy a ticket, come volunteer. We need so many volunteers and you can come watch the games set up and breakdown is the best. Cause you can come set up. You don't have to miss any games and then you can come to any day of your choice. Um, I'm looking forward to kind of that. Like uh, we've got some bars here are going to be airing the live stream, but everyone local should be there. And um, I mean, we've had Jim Bar here and we hope air the championships for the last two years, which has been fun. Um, and then uh, honestly, like, I don't know. I mean, I just got out of rehearsal with the, uh, some of the, the halftime stuff. So I'm looking forward to seeing them and just putting on a show. Like I like come from a production background. So it's, we're going to put on a show and hopefully it'll be a really good one. God, that's awesome. Man, I'm so, so bummed I can't make it. Um, yeah, you're in a lot of trouble for that. I, I can't help it. It's not by choice. Trust me. Um, <laughs> hope you'll forgive me. Um, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Um, God, he said something I wanted to ask about though, but, hmm. Oh, well. Can't think of it. Um, yeah, no worries. Oh no, is there, is there a, that's what it was. Is there, is it other than Team USA, obviously, is there another country that you enjoy watching? All of them. All of them? I mean, uh, they've all, they all have their moments. I'm hoping that we can really highlight each country's moments. Um, I kind of, Ali said this to her new team and I'm stealing it from my team, but I also kind of like, I, I we kind of going into the season in WeHo with our new teams, our rec teams, a full of newbies that like, I don't, we're not looking to like, win this like have the the game be the moment i'm looking for everyone to have their moment like if you make a catch you've never made a catch before that's your moment that's a victory for us like personal victories that's it so that's a victory and and i i think every country has that and i'm hoping we can showcase that um i love watching malaysia and canada and australia and the u.s play obviously hong kong is always fun like they're all really great um i'm mexico's been so quiet i think they're going to come out really strong and nobody's going to be prepared. Um, Italy now has a hang on it. You know, they, they last year was their first time playing with foam ever. Um, and we have no idea what to expect from like Argentina and New Zealand's back and they're fun and like, yeah, I'm the competition is going to be great. Dang. Still, still upset. I, I was going to say, so I went to a, uh, to Bell's to last weekend, three weekends from what like that matters. I went to Bell's and, um, I realize how fun watching dodgeball actually is because the only other time I'm watching dodgeball is if I'm playing. So if my team's not playing, we're watching, you know, the tail end of whoever mm-hmm. we're going to play up against. And I, I never realized, like, just going to an event as a true spectator, like, there's just, it just adds just a completely different perspective on, on dodgeball and, and kind of going it, back to what you're saying. Um, what's up? No, it really does, but go on, sorry. No, I was just like, if, if people are listening that are thinking about or on the fence about going to Worlds, like, please go. Like, it's, it's one of those things where, like, I might fly to wherever next year just so I can be a part of it and be a part of that energy just because it's, it's just so different and so awesome. Um, it's yeah. really cool, and it is the end goal, right? Like, yeah. this is to, to, in a sense, mimic what the future should be like for Elite, for everything. Like, and uh, I will say, like, in Australia, in Melbourne, uh, this huge crowd, we had about a thousand people there. 
and a lot melbourne's like a town that just a sports town so they sold a lot of cheap tickets and a lot of random people just came they have no connection to dodgeball and once australia got eliminated they stayed we expected the audience to shrink down from a thousand to like 800 700 but they stayed like everybody was in their seats for the gold medal match and everyone was cheering for malaysia or canada and it was more exciting than just a hometown thing and a lot of dodgeballers haven't experienced that. A lot of people are like, like some of my really close friends who play for years in the league, they're like, yeah, yeah, it's dodgeball, whatever. I'm like, no, this is different. You're a spectator at a sporting event and you know the game and you like the game. And it's, it, it's something that a lot of us haven't actually experienced. Just like you were saying, it's like watching bells is, is similar, but like it's something a lot of us haven't experienced at all. Oh yeah. Well, for now, even, I can only, even though we think we have. I, sorry go on oh no i was just, just saying like that that totally turned me around like i i thought i'd you know spectated and watched dodgeball but i really truly haven't when you have nowhere to be like you can like oh i can go watch this team right now like there's nothing mm-hmm. keeping me from doing so oh i'm not going to be you know pulled to go ref or i don't have to hide from jake mason because i have a wristband out no, just kidding <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> mother <laughs> no yep. i was there for all my assignments so uh uh-huh. <laughs> I had to sneak that in there though, but uh, yeah, it's just you don't have an obligation. You can watch anything you want, and it's just um, it just adds to for me, you know, with <clears throat> with all the recent OG conversations we've been having. Um, you know, that I'm I guess I'm like it's a tail end of my dodgeball playing career, but at least it, it's good to know that I can still enjoy watching dodgeball. Like there, there's something there. I mean, it's not going to be the same as playing ever, but just being there um, gives me hope that you know I'll have something to kind of hang on to when I retire at, at 50. Um, but, uh, retire at 50. We have like literally a four flirty over 40 team and we ho. Um, nice. There's no, there's no retiring from dodgeball pool. <laughs> that's why Tillman's, Tillman's is lying to you. Yeah. Well, I mean, he still plays though, right? Like he still gets <laughs> yeah, his knocks exactly. in. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, uh, that's all I got. I mean, I, you know as as well as I do that I can I can talk for another three hours about the stuff, but uh, just for the sake of keeping this kind of on track, I want to go ahead and just kind of wrap it up now. But uh, before I do so, was there anything else that you wanted to air or announce or or just kind of let out before we we close? Um, <clears throat> share, 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 share the event. Everybody, share the event, no matter where you are. Let everyone know. Um, again, just break the stigma of like dodgeball doesn't sell tickets because it really does, and I've witnessed it twice, and it's everybody was excited our waitress the next morning at, at breakfast in melbourne was like oh my god i was at that game it was so cool like wow. this is how the sport grows and you can all do your part by just sharing and buying a ticket and coming and even if like again if you can't afford a ticket come volunteer we have we need help everywhere um share it share it share it share the live stream please and um again just thank you uh thank you to you and to grace and um but uh, Brennan Tigner has just been my everything. He has done so much for this sport that people have no idea. He has done more for the sport in the last, in his two years of playing dodgeball, like barely three years of playing dodgeball than some of our quote unquote leaders had done for years. So um, he deserves some recognition. And I'm not saying that because, you know, because he's my boyfriend, but like, <laughs> I was, I was going to say, if you didn't just say no, he, he's you. literally doing like doing all this because, you know, he's got a passion for it and he's got a talent for it. Um, Val Horton and Ali Bustamante on um, and, uh, Marjan 
thank you all of you guys too. Marjan is like our go-to for branding and, and stuff. And she's, we, we owe her so much money. Um, <laughs> and uh, there's just so many other people too, Kelly and just everybody. But um, I, I would go down a rabbit hole of talking about it. So just um, in particular, Casey Reed, thank you. Um, and I know I'm missing people, but I'm going to put a list together for worlds and make sure that um, one way or another, just know that I appreciate you. And, um, and even if it's not noticed or recognized, the community appreciates you and your, your work. Awesome. Marjan, I think she uh, made me some awesome memes for Rebecca Chappell. Um, I just realized that. So <laughs> if you're listening, Marjan, thank you so much for that. <laughs> that was some incredible work and fast, great turnaround. Yeah, she, but um, yeah, she's, she's amazing. She seems really cool. Um, well, cool. Well, again, you know, just for my own sake, you know, tell Brandon I said thank you for, for all that he's done. Um, when Mark kind of mentioned his role, it really opened my eyes to, again, the, the less sexier, not out in front of people work that goes behind putting everything together but also thank him for playing video games so i can still steal you away for another extra hour so i appreciate that yeah yeah <clears throat> exactly <laughs> yeah I, yeah exactly he's uh sacrificed a lot of our relationship to to turn it into a dodgeball one which is whew, yeah anyway it's incredible thank you yeah no, thank <laughs> you jake uh stay strong man hang in there um hopefully I, I imagine it's gonna be a great event um and we'll probably catch up afterwards but uh yeah Thank you for everything and uh, have a good rest of your Sunday and I'll catch up with you later, man. All right. You too. Thank you. Awesome. Yep. So that was a, uh, eh, I was going to say a quick precap of, uh, of the um, worlds that's coming up. Um, I think depending on the release of this episode, either this week or in a few days, either way, it's coming up really soon. And the intent was to kind of just paint somewhat of a picture from Jake's perspective of what goes into the uh, WDBF worlds as well as uh, his role in USA Dodgeball and again you put somebody that's been around Dodgeball almost as long as I have and I have I'm just going to go into rabbit holes I can't help myself but I feel like there's a lot of really good takeaways and insight into um, everything that's been going on and what's been building up to this year Um, as mentioned uh, USA Dodgeball was I think conceived maybe two three years ago but really kind of came into fruition in November when they announced it and just went full steam ahead for 2018 and I, I'm just so excited to see where it's going and just um, have a lot of faith in, in Jake and the people that are stepping up to make um, create the world of Dodgeball that we all have been wanting and pining for for, for years now um, Again, thank you so much, Jake, for hopping on and giving me your time. I know it's very precious and very limited, so I do appreciate the hour and a half that you you gave me, and I hope that this episode comes out well and gives people, like I said, a good idea of, of what's going on and also just kind of helps uh, set the tone for uh, the weekend of Worlds. It's going to be an, an incredible event. I'm so jealous and bummed that I can't make it, but I will be doing my best to stream and capture everything. Um, as of now, I'm planning to recap it with uh, Nick Factorin. And I think I'm going to con Sergio Leone and maybe Crystal Briones to help me do some in-event interviews uh, from spectators and maybe players uh, while they're there. So if they're asking for interviews, please don't be shy. Um, I feel, again, like that's an incredible element to bring to these recaps. really helps capture the, the excitement and the energy. And I just love hearing dodgeball in the background when I'm talking to somebody. So that's a lot of fun. So again, please don't be shy. And if you want to be considered as part of that interview process, uh, definitely reach out to any one of us and we'll coordinate that and help make that happen. Um, 
best of luck to Team USA, both men's and women's. Uh, you guys have come a long way from being scouted to going to the combine to putting practices in to getting trained and beaten up by people like Brenda Kramer and hiring trainers to make you guys better. I am so excited and so proud of this team. Um, I just I cannot wait to see you guys just dominate and uh, take that gold. So on that note, um, for everyone else that's listening, if you're traveling to Worlds, uh, be safe. I am so jealous of you, but uh, have a good um, rest of your uh, evening and have a great weekend. And again, go Team USA.